Well, good morning and welcome to Movement Church. My name is, is Mark and I uh, have the privilege of being the lead pastor here and I am excited uh, for today. It's exciting to see this many people here and excited uh, just to see uh, people want to celebrate people taking steps, uh, people being obedient and uh, doing what, what, what Jesus has, has asked us to do uh, through baptism. I know that uh, it's probably been a, a crazy week and, and weekend for most of us in the room. We all had uh, Thanksgiving, so you're probably still trying to figure out how many Saturdays in a row this has been because you're not sure what day it is, right? And it's, just, it's been a crazy week and you're depressed because you put on 10 pounds. I know I did at least, so maybe that's not you. But uh, thank, you, thank you for being here nonetheless. Thank you for getting out of bed uh, after a tiring day of football yesterday for you Buckeye fans, right? I know I, uh, I, I watched that game, and that, I think I had like three heart attacks, you know, two in the, two in the second half, one in the first half, just freaking out. Uh, and then uh, we were with family, so shut the TV off, didn't know any other scores, and I got home and found out Alabama lost, and then I had like a joyous heart attack, you know. So um, just, a, just a, an awesome, stressful, emotional day for all football fans. Uh, so, so thank you for, for making a priority to, to be here and, and celebrate with us. Uh, we're super excited, like I said, just to, just to be together uh, and celebrate what God is doing in our midst. And uh, this week, uh, we are not in a series. Usually we're, we're in a series and a, a group of messages that go together and we're talking about a topic uh, like love, or we're talking about a book of the Bible uh, like James that we just got out of a series doing. But uh, this, these next few weeks, we're just going to be talking about some, some standalone topics. And so last week, we had a chance uh, to do communion together, and I heard some awesome things about that. And um, this week, actually, like, like has been mentioned several times, we're, we're tackling the, the topic of, of baptism. And uh, I think that, that sometimes that's, that's one of those words that we, we hear in the church all the time. It's just like a good churchy word. Like you hear baptism and you, you picture like a priest or someone in a robe and something very official. And, um, you know, some, some of the things we think about baptism are good. Some of them, uh, they might just, you know, be kind of some, some cloudy, foggy thoughts. And so we want to take uh, this morning, we want to take a chance and, and just talk about baptism, talk about the who, what, where, how, when, why, and every other question that you could possibly have, because we want to be a church uh, that understands baptism, that's excited about baptism, and, and a church that's just simply doing what God asks of us in the Bible and being obedient. And so uh, we're going to go ahead and, and talk through that today. So as we get going, will you, uh, will you pray with me? And let's just ask God to bless our morning and uh, just be with our, our thoughts and that he will illuminate his word to us. Lord, we thank you for this morning, and we thank you for the chance to be together. God, we just pray uh, as we talk baptism this morning, Lord, that you will open our hearts and our minds uh, to this concept, Lord. Help us to, to learn something. Help us to, um, God, just, just be open to, to what you want to teach us. Uh, Lord, sometimes uh, we've already taken a, a step, and, and so, Lord, help us just to remember uh, how exciting it is to, to see uh, people take steps of obedience in their walk with Jesus. Help us to remember how exciting it is uh, to see a life change and to see uh, someone give their life to you. And, and uh, Lord, just the, the beauty of the gospel as we talk through that and celebrate that today. So God, uh, be with the rest of our time together. And uh, Lord, we just ask all of these things in your name. Amen. Well, like I said, we want to talk through who, what, where, how, when, why, and answer all those, uh, those fun questions. And uh, I think the, the, the first question that a lot of people probably have is... Uh, what is baptism, right? I mean, we, we all kind of know that it happens at a church and usually there's a, a big tank or, or a, a baptismal, you know, at, at, at some churches up there in the, the back of the room. But, but really, what is baptism? What does it mean? And so we want to uh, just dive in and, and talk about that today. And I'll tell you this, that, that the, the word baptize basically has three meanings, and it's this. Immersion, totality, 
identification. Immersion, totality, identification. Now those are like $10 words and most of us probably can't spell them, but they're, they're, they're things that, that summarize baptism well. And it's just, just this. When a person is baptized, they're saying, I'm immersed in Jesus, right? I'm completely covered. I'm, I'm totally surrounded. I'm identifying with him. Right? As, you, as you look at the stadium yesterday on any football game that you're watching, but hopefully you're watching Ohio State-Michigan, you could probably see that, that people were, were totally all in for one team. Right? There's like distinct red and blue and yellow lines where people are saying, this is the team I'm on, this is who I am, this is what I'm about. You can see me, you can, you can look at me, and you can tell what team I'm on, who I'm about. And so uh, baptism in, in a simple way is, is just that, to say, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on God's team. I'm giving my life to Jesus. I'm immersed in him. I'm covered with him. I'm totally all in, and this is the decision I'm making. That's what baptism is. Baptism is a picture. It's providing that picture to the world. Now, an obvious follow-up question to that would be, why would someone want to do that, right? I mean, every time we see someone wearing Michigan clothes, we think that, right? Why, why would someone make that decision? Why would they want to wear that, right? And so, uh, as we're talking about baptism, we want to answer that same question. Why would, why would someone want to do this this morning? Why would they make this decision? Why would they provide this picture? Why would they take that step? And I'll simply say this. We as as humans, we as people, we as men and and women and, and boys and girls, we were created in the image of God. We were created by God in his image and we were created to know him. We were created to be in relationship with him. We were created to to feel his love and, and to know him intimately. And unfortunately, that's, that's not really what happened. Many of you know the story of, of Adam and Eve, and you know that through Adam and Eve, sin entered the world. And as, as sin entered the world, as, as wrong things, things that were done against God, things that were, were done selfishly, as those entered the world, the, the sin that is in our lives, the sin nature that's in the, the hearts of, was in Adam and Eve, and also of, of every human since then, it came into the world and it, it kind of separated us from God. Because the God that we serve, the God who created us, the God that made us in his image is a perfect holy God. And so sin and and, and wrong things and sin nature, they have no no business around him. And I I know that that's a a crazy thing to say, but because we have have things in our lives and things in our hearts and and we we, we have uh, things that we've done, the Bible says that, that everyone in the world, everyone has sinned and is messed up, and our sins separate us from a perfect, holy God. And so we were created to know God, we were created to, to be loved by Him, to feel His love, and unfortunately, when sin entered the world, because of the sin in our lives and in our hearts, our sin has separated us from God. And so we're at a, a distance from God, and there's a, there's a penalty to, to our sin. The Bible says that the, the wages of sin are, are, are death. Because of our sin, we're, we're separated. There's a, there's a cavern there. There's a, there's a canyon, and there's separation. But the reason that, that we're here to, to talk and to celebrate this morning is because the story doesn't end there. I didn't, I didn't bring you all here and have this giant party today to say, hey, you've got sin in your life. You're separated from God. Have a good weekend, right? That would, that would be kind of depressing. Here's where the story gets exciting. God doesn't want us to be separated from him. He loves us so much. He loves us in spite of the things we've done, the way that we've messed up, the sin in our lives. And so he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to this world. Jesus was, was fully God and fully man, and he, he lived a, a perfect life. And he didn't live a perfect life just so that people would say, wow, that, that guy was perfect. He lived a perfect life, a sinless life, so that when he was accused of wrongdoing, 
when he was accused of, of sins and when people said, this guy thinks he's God, he thinks he's perfect, he thinks he's better than us, let's, let's put him to death. When Jesus was put to death on a cross, when he was crucified on a cross, that wasn't happening because he deserved it. That wasn't happening because he had done wrong things. He was dying on the cross because in that moment, he was taking the sin of you and I. He was taking the sins of the world, sins of the past, sins of the present, everything that we've ever done, and he was taking that on himself. And when he died, he was taking the punishment for our sins. And through his death, because he was perfect, because he had never sinned, he took our sins on him and he paid the price for those. He was a sacrifice for our sins. And through his death, sin was defeated. But again, that that story doesn't end there because three days later, Jesus rose from the dead. And because he rose from the dead, we are given life through Jesus. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And so by placing our, our hope and our trust, by giving our life to Jesus that canyon, that that gap that we talked about between us and God is closed. Jesus is the bridge for us to know God the Father, for us to have relationship with God the Father. Jesus is the connection so that we can know the love of God, so that we can have relationship with God, so that we can intimately have relationship with a God who we were created to know. And that's why we're here today. We're here to celebrate the fact that Jesus gave his life so that we could have life. Jesus gave his life for us so that our sins would be erased and forgiven and forgotten. Jesus gave his life so that we could have relationship with God, so that we could know God, so that we could spend eternity with him, so that we could feel his love, so that we could be found in his love. So all the the weight of our, our sin and all the things we've ever done, all the ways we've ever messed up and all the things that have ever gone wrong in our life and all the ways that we felt incomplete or we felt that we fell short or all the things that have, that have just not been great in our life, those are all forgotten and gone and buried and taken away and we're made complete and we're made holy And we're made perfect in the sight of God through Jesus. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart that Jesus died on the cross and was raised from the dead, if we give our life to him, it says that that we can be found in him. And so what what is baptism? Why would someone want to be immersed in Jesus? Why would someone want to be totally complete in Jesus? Why would someone want to be found in Jesus? It's simply this. They found that Jesus is what their life was missing. They found that that they were created to know God, and Jesus is their bridge to know God, to know his love, and be complete in him. And as they've given their life to him, as they've found themselves in him, they're saying to the world, hey, I've found perfect love. I've found perfect relationship. I'm complete. I'm whole. I'm happy. And I want to share that with the world. I want to tell that to the world. I want to shout that to the world. I want, I want to be a billboard to the world. I want to identify with Jesus. I want my life to broadcast Jesus. That's the gospel. Maybe you've heard that story before. Maybe you've grown up hearing that story. Maybe you've grown up in church. Maybe you've never heard that. We want you to hear that today. We want you to know that we can be found and made complete we can give our lives to God through the, through the sacrifice and through the grace of Jesus. And that's what we're here to celebrate. So baptism in and of itself 
isn't like any special voodoo, right? The water is not glowing or anything. I'm not going to sprinkle in some magical sand or, or put a spell over it before we do it, right? Baptism is an ordinance, and, and, and the word ordinance is a fancy word. It just means this, a physical representation of a spiritual truth. Or, a, or an outward sign of an inward reality, right? And so uh, the people that are going to be baptized today, they're just saying, this is who I was. Jesus has changed me and made me new, and my life is different. And so this is, this is going to be representative. When they go under the water, you're going to be looking at a, a picture of their old life going under the water. And when they come up out of the water, you're going to be looking at a new picture of who Jesus has made them. You're going to be looking at a, at a representation of that. You're going to be looking at a celebration of that. And we're going to be able to say, this is exciting. God is changing people. And so it's, a, it's an outward sign of an inward reality. It's a physical representation of a spiritual truth. And I want to uh, just look at, at one quick passage this morning as we're, as we're talking about this. Why would someone be baptized? We've talked about why someone would be baptized. We've talked about what it, what it is that it's a word picture. But if you can turn to Matthew chapter 28... Verses 19 and 20. Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. If you've got a Bible, you can look it up, but there's also one under your chair. And it is actually on page 759 on that Bible, if you're looking at the one under your chair. We've talked about what. This is going to answer part of, part of the who question. Who should be baptized? Who does this apply to? Simply this. These are the last words of Jesus as he was on earth, as he was concluding his earthly ministry. After he'd been raised from the dead, after he was going to heaven to prepare a place for us, this is what he said. Matthew 28, 19 and 20, page 759. Jesus gives these words to his disciples, to the church, to the world that would be after him. He says this, Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And so Jesus is marching orders for the church, for his disciples, for the people that would come after him. He wants us to take the message of the gospel, that he is truth, that he is life, that we're made complete in him, that he's our bridge to the Father. He wants that message to go to the world. He wants people to be disciples who follow him and who trust in that. And he wants that message to be spread. And this is what I love. As that message is being talked about, he says, make disciples. And so you you can picture someone saying, I give my life to Jesus. I believe this. I want to identify with Jesus. And right after that, he says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus is basically putting those two things together. He's saying that when you believe something, your life is going to back it up. When you're serious about something, your actions are going to show that. We just learned that in the series we went through in James. We said that faith and action go together, that they they correlate, they show something. And so when a person has given their life to Jesus... It's not that baptism magically saves them. Like I said, right? The water is not magical or glowing. But this is their chance to publicly say, I have given my life to Jesus. I am following him. He is in control of my life. And I want the world to see that. I want my friends to see that. I want my family to see that. I want my in-town family and my out-of-town family. I want everyone to see that. I want the people that I work with, my neighbors, the people that I'm inviting. I want this to be publicly known that I identify with Jesus. And so this is a conscious decision that these people made today just out of obedience because it's, it's what God asks us to do in his word. 
right? No one, no, one, no one tricked them. They're not getting any more Jesus points. This is just something that they said in their own personal relationship. I'm ready to, to tell this to the world, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this publicly. We believe this is a conscious decision of, of someone who can make that decision. Now, there, there are many uh, different churches and, and different organizations that, that baptize people at different ages, and I don't mean to, to take cheap shots at any of those things, but I'll let you know today that, that the people who are being baptized, like I said, they made their decision uh, on, on their own. We, uh, I know that there are different churches who, who baptize children and, and, and who let baptism happen at, at different ages. We, we believe in a believer's baptism. And so I'll just tell you this, that these are people who said, I, I want to identify with Jesus and I want to make this decision today. And so uh, we, we do believe in... in uh, in dedicating children, we, we do that as a church. So maybe you've been here for one of those Sundays where we've said we take, we take being a child uh, very serious. We take v- being a parent very serious. And so we dedicate children and we, we say to parents, it's your job to, to be a steward of the family God has given you. Uh, but today is, is not about that. Today is about people uh, celebrating a believer's baptism and saying, God has put this on my heart and this is what he's done in my life. We see, we see baptism all through the New Testament and all through the book of Acts. Uh, if you ever get a chance to read the book of Acts, we had a chance to go through it in this last year uh, as we were starting Movement Church and just looking at the early church. It seems like every time someone gives their life to Jesus, they're baptized like three lines later, right? Or maybe you have to turn the page and they're baptized. And so uh, it happens in, in chapter 2 at Pentecost in Acts. It happens to Paul in chapter 9. It happens uh, to a guy from Ethiopia. It happens to the Samaritans. It happens to, to Cornelius and friends. It happens to Lydia. It happens to some people in Corinth. And it happens to people in Ephesus. And like every other chapter in Acts, someone is saying, I give my life to Jesus. I want to be baptized. I give my life to Jesus. I want to be baptized. And so the two often go together. And, and to be honest, in America, I think sometimes that, that we just want to do as little as possible to get by, right? I mean, we've all had a job where we just sit there by the clock waiting on like the, the last minute to tick off and then we clock out and run out the door, right? And so sometimes uh, we think, okay, I'm going to heaven. I've given my life to Jesus. That's good. And sometimes we just don't think about the word picture or the action that can go with it. And so today is just a chance for these people to publicly say, I identify with Jesus. I want to be obedient to his word. I want to do this because he asked me to do it, and I want to celebrate what he's done in my life and in my heart. And so some people ask, uh, why should I be baptized, or why should I care about this? I think a, a more obvious question is, why shouldn't we be baptized? Why shouldn't we celebrate what Jesus has done in our lives and our hearts, and why shouldn't we be excited about what he's doing? And so we've got a, we've got a tank here. Uh, we use the word immersion. It's big and fancy. It just means to dunk, right? So anyone that has a little sibling, you've been immersing people your whole life, right? When you were, when you were young, you didn't know it, but you were super spiritual. And so uh, because, because of those verses we read, we believe that Jesus asked us to baptize uh, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so we'll, you'll see us dunk people three times today, and we'll just simply be saying to them, uh, because of your decision to trust Christ, because of your decision to be publicly obedient in baptism, baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And so you'll see that taking place here in, 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 in the water today because we believe that, that dunking those people three times is a reflection of Scripture, and we also be, believe it's a reflection of what's been passed down uh, through church tradition. Uh, you'll see different people baptizing uh, individuals. You'll see parents. You'll see someone who's been the lead discipler, uh, a small group or a movement group leader in that person's life, someone that's been important in their life, and so they've asked them uh, to do that. And uh, honestly, it's, like I said, it's, it's a celebration. 
We, uh, we hopefully didn't, didn't celebrate all of our energy out yesterday. Uh, we often like to say that when we have a baptism service, uh, this is our vision becoming a reality. Our vision's been mentioned this morning to be a movement of people finding their way back to God. And so that happens when someone gives their heart and their life to Jesus. But that also happens each time they, they say goodbye to a piece of themselves. Each time they say, you know, God, I want to give you this area of my life. I want to sacrifice this part of my life. I want to honor you with my finances. I want to honor you with my relationships. I want to give you my obedience. And so today, you're seeing our vision become a reality. You see people taking steps to follow Christ, and that is exciting. And so if you're asleep, or you didn't get coffee, or you cheered too much yesterday and you lost your voice, I wanted to give you this chance to, to wake up and realize that today is a party, and we are excited about this. And if you don't cheer, I'm going to give you dirty looks, okay? I'm just being honest, all right? So do whatever you have to do to fake it. This is exciting. This is our vision becoming a reality. And so we're going to celebrate this today. And so we're going to call people up. We're going to ask them to share their story quickly. We're going to ask them just to tell us about uh, life in in Jesus and and how he's changed them and and what that looks like. And you're going to see, uh, sometimes it'll be myself, sometimes it'll be a parent or other people. You'll see them uh, dunk them and pray with them. And uh, there will be, be singing, there will be music going on during some of this, uh, but we want today to be exciting. You can take pictures, you take pictures at a party, right? Yeah, and you smile and you talk to your family and you laugh and you cry and you hug your grandma and all of those fun things. You can do all those things today. And if your grandma's not here, just find someone, okay? Josh's grandpa's up here, you can hug him, all right? Um, he didn't know I was going to say that. Now, he's, he's giving me dirty looks, but um, anyway... Uh, we, want, we want this to be a party today, and so I'm going to invite these, uh, these first four people up, and we want to just give them a chance to, uh, to tell their story and to be excited about what God is doing. And so uh, Tyler and Sam and Haley and I want to invite you guys up here, and I'm going uh, to grab a mic. I know that they might have to get ready. They might have to uh, get their swimming trunks on or some of that fun stuff. Uh, but go ahead and, and come on up here, guys, and some of you, some of you are, are more talkative than others, so maybe, maybe we'll just ask some questions, but some of you, we want to be able to, uh, to share your story, and um, so come on up here, guys. You, you, really, you can come right on up here, Sam. I promise, I promise. <laughs> no, but yeah, we, we want you guys just to have a chance to, uh, to, to tell, us, tell us your name.